Hi guys, welcome back to the Daniel Rosal podcast, episode number 13. Uh, brought to you as was episode number 12 from a very, very tired uh, podcast host. It's it's like somewhere between 6 and 7 in the morning here in Jerusalem. Um, why I am still awake at this hour, unfortunately I have not gone to bed, is unclear. Um, but I... There was one more thing I wanted to podcast about before I did that. And actually, this is... I hope this podcast will pick up a bit of steam. Uh, I did see on my anchor.fm dashboard that I have, as I said in my previous episode, four listeners, which is me plus three. Uh, So given that three people listened to the last episode, I decided that I will start doing this a bit more. And the truth is, it's great fun because a lot of my writing is... uh, I do spend a lot of time writing on Medium and it's nice to see I'm slowly growing a uh, following over there um, but podcasting is fun too and it's a nice medium to to break it up and I, I really enjoy a few a few podcasts I'm listening to one called The Print Run at the moment that's uh, that's all about publishing so uh, just as I enjoy reading and it's I enjoy writing it's the kind of yin and yang it's nice to it's nice to both consume and to contribute to these media landscapes uh, what I want to talk about in this episode is a uh, topic that's been on my mind and I think it's been on my mind because the best way I would describe it is I feel like I'm sort of this this has been a very important part of my uh, personal growth as a writer in terms of things it's been an important mechanism things things that i have uh been able to share through my own writing and things that i haven't felt comfortable sharing and that that for me is such an important part of of being a writer is you know the the best writing is the most authentic writing and when you really share yourself so i'll you know i'll give an example i wrote a post on medium a couple of weeks ago uh, in which I disclosed, if you want to use that word, that I had had been, uh, have been seeing a uh, therapist for a while just to talk about. And, you know, for me, that to American listeners probably sounds ridiculous that I'm even making a big deal out of that. But uh, in the kind of culture I grew up in, that, in, in Ireland, that wasn't something that was so talked about, really. Uh, although I have found a few friends that have shared that with me. I found it tremendously, tremendously helpful, um, and you know, it, it, it. I wasn't planning on sharing it. Um, it was just that the way I write these posts on Medium, which is really a hobby for me, it just kind of spontaneously arose that uh, I had something that you know this therapist had told me that I thought was really worth sharing with people some ideas so that was really really big milestone for me that probably uh, I, I can only imagine if anyone's following my medium I have currently 170 I think thereabouts followers I don't think probably anybody noticed but this is all part of the journey for me it's getting comfortable sharing things and I think as a writer the best writing that you read and the best writing that you can author is when you're exposing yourself as maximum transparency and you know there clearly is a limit to that i don't think it's it's sensible to i'm not going to write my journey my uh minute by minute journey about using the toilet <laughs> you know there's you know there are things that are not appropriate and uh not only that but i think that can't be shared um but 
as far as one can go up to that limit to, to expose and to be vulnerable i think just creates more powerful and authentic writing and i think that authenticity is just impossible to to uh just to fake so um that kind of leads me on to what i want to get into now and that's that's why i say this is a mechanism that has served me and that i don't really want to continue serving me i want it to continue serving me to the minimal possible extent and ideally to have it as a vestige of my past and that is pseudonyms pseudonyms fake identities and they're not the same thing uh this is this is something i have uh been surprised to discover in retrospect um that uh, pseudonym so i basically what i want to talk about here is just to just to kind of blend in with a podcast i recently wrote a blog on medium and my medium url which is where i do most of my blogging is daniel rosell um dot medium.com i recently wrote about fake uh online identities um and i did that i did that because for a few reasons firstly in my time i have operated a few uh online fake online identities it actually i think the first one i did was a uh i will try not to embarrass any former employers here so i won't say which but we needed a recruiter to make our organization seem a bit more professional and the idea was suggested to me that i would create a recruiter uh, after that success it was it was suggested what else we had um a a firm to uh obtain pricing information from somebody that didn't disclose it on their website so i um did a couple and sort of developed this reputation as you know a uh, online mischief maker of sorts and it's in- it's interesting it's it's interesting what can be done nowadays very easily and um i'm someone who's quite skeptical getting better but was always quite skeptical about sharing stuff on the internet and personal info and i think when you're in the other side and you see how easy it is to do something like create a fake online identity and for fairly fairly innocuous purposes i'm not talking about catfishing um i didn't even know what that meant actually until i think it's an american tv show and then now people refer to catfishing as you know meaning looking for romantic partners um but that's the scary thing about this is that you know you there are various reasons why you can set up these online accounts and some of them are very very dark and very bad um so i think for it's definitely made me feel less paranoid about the kind of stuff i traditionally did for um uh you know cyber security but i i think more than that it just it just kind of underscores for me that you can't really believe or trust anything online and the only people the people i've met that have is shared that i that idea with me the most are like hardcore techies i think once you understand what you can do with technology um you understand the potential for misuse and without naming details as i said i went on a bit of a twitter rampage today about a um I can't really say much about this actually but there are some companies in israel here unfortunately that are doing quite shady things um not exporting arms to mafia people but you know sort of white collar dodgy stuff 
and uh, some some of these companies get incredible press coverage. They raise funding rounds, just like legitimate startup. And it's kind of flabbergasting to me that this kind of stuff happens in the open. Again, I I I, I can't go into this particular. This maybe it was not such a great idea to bring it up. But what what what, what can I do? I'm I'm not I'm not editing this podcast. Um. Yeah basically don't believe everything on the internet um it's made me very skeptical once you see what you can create once you i mean even working in pr which i would say is on the white hat side of this whole world of online reputation management and fake identities you know uh you can similarly the lines between creating publicity and and favorable coverage where it's not warranted and deliberately sowing disinformation that line is not particularly well delineated it's quite blurry in fact so one interest for me pr has kind of bled into another disinformation and that's kind of my shtick in this whole thing um and why it's always been a shtick and that's why as i said I've, I've set up a couple of fake profiles i sort of know there's to be honest not much to be to be said about how to do it uh, i did i did describe in medium how there's this website called this person does not exist.com which is an ai face generator so you go onto this website and you get a face um the bigger trend going on at the moment that's concerning people is deep fakes so for deep fakes and if anybody's seen those tom cruise videos they're freaky they're basically taking a fake uh, a face and imposing it on another face so the the fake faces are just the tip of the iceberg in this deluge of online fake information and disinformation and fake identities so that's why i wrote this because you know i've dabbled in this world at the very um very low end creating a couple of you know basic facebook accounts and uh posing as a recruiter and for job interviews and uh getting pricing from a from you know that kind of stuff it's pretty easy to do um but there's a lot more than that uh going on and that is going to be going on is it this is definitely going to become a much much more significant uh issue uh going forward so that's that's kind of why i wrote this i thought it was i thought it was timely and i had a little bit of background to share um so that's fake that's fake profiles um what i want to uh tie up this particular episode let me just see how i'm doing on time 10 minutes so this this can be one of my shorter episodes um something i did recently uh that ties in with this and that ties in with what i was saying why i support anonymity and fake profiles within certain limits because i think they have a purpose a really some really important purposes and for me um i definitely benefited from online anonymity for a period and and that was through uh, a publishing experiment i did recently in which i basically published a book uh pseudonymously which means using a fake name and i'll just i'll get into in a second where i kind of departed from the norm in this because i didn't even realize that this this was abnormal until until uh, i asked some other writers and they kind of said yeah that's not really what people do so um you can publish for those who don't know on amazon using a 
assumed name, a pen name, which is also called a pseudonym. And the coolest thing is that this is totally fine with amazon it's like not you're not like gaming the system you're not breaking their terms of service you can actually put in when you're going into kdp which is kindle direct publishing that's how you publish through uh self-publish through amazon you there's a field for name and you can go for mickey mouse or you can go for your, your own name or you can go for donald well probably not donald you probably can't impersonate people but you know what i mean you can do any name and that will be accepted and once the book is published you can even go and create like an author profile and tie it to that book uh so this again it's not illegitimate it's this is totally above above board amazon will clearly know who you are uh but you'll get money you'll get royalties to your actual name so this is crazy and let me just say why i think this is super super um good and this actually kind of explains why i think online profiles are sorry fake profiles have let's say black hat uses and i don't really need to spell those out uh everything from catfishing to uh all sorts of dodgy stuff you can do with these profiles but they also have really really good uses and i think those good uses are things like you know protecting whistleblowers um um I got stuck there. <laughs> uh, pricing intelligence is is definitely morally questionable, but perhaps has has some uh, legitimate uses. Um, and authorship, uh, authorship is a huge one in my opinion. That there are just things that you don't feel comfortable writing under your own name, and that's what I want to discuss. Why why to write pseudonymously? So the classic one that people think about is, and let me just put this out in the open, and it's not it's not what I wrote, the books I wrote, is erotica. So people don't generally want to, to take credit for their erotica. And I don't think that's a, that's not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about good uses. I'm talking about um, when I think why this is really important is is just things that people wouldn't want to publish, wouldn't want to attach their name to it. I'm really thinking actually, and this again isn't what I've written, but uh, I'm really thinking about mental health things. I think that's just so powerful and so wonderful um, that let you know. Let's just say, God forbid, someone suffered a traumatic experience, uh, abuse, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, and they wanted to you know they wanted to write a memoir without risking. Uh, you know they might be in a delicate position in which their abuser might have been I'm just thinking of an example here released from jail or you know something of that nature the fact that they can write a book masks their identity and I think Amazon is pretty trustworthy you know when it comes to to operating this kind of blind system you know there is talk on reddit right now about amazon doxing people which means revealing their real identity because they posted out stuff to kdp authors and they included their pen names and people you know seeing the mail i get why people are annoyed about that but i would give amazon i would put that down to just it's a really really big beast and stuff like that is going to happen i don't think that's that's you can go from that to say that amazon is not trustworthy of protecting pen names 
I think that Amazon operates this system is tremendous. And again, it just gives people liberty to write things that they could not write under their own name. So what did I do? So I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not, I was actually about to record this podcast and just say to hell with it and going to, you know, publicly take credit for the book I wrote. And then I decided that would kind of throw the whole effort I put into this up to, up to now uh, under the bus and that I could sort of create value in this episode without disclosing that so and you know also the fact that it's seven in the morning people don't tend to take the best decisions so I'm playing it cautiously and I'm just saying I wrote a book recently under a pen name um and it it, it was brilliant I mean so my kind of rationale for this the book I wrote I won't give away too many clues for me, it was like a really cool way, firstly, to to learn how to use Amazon. This was the, actually the first book I published through Amazon. And I've since published books for a couple of authors uh, as a ghostwriter. I've ghostwritten books and helped the authors basically get the books through KDP. Uh, but the very first one was under a pen name. And that was like a really fun way, for, easy way for me to just write something come up with something put on a cover see how that worked so that was number one uh number two was that to just test the waters when you're you know i talked earlier in this podcast about um how i think pseudonyms are just such a such a great growth device growth growth device for writers who are just uh, you know, kind of like I am. They're in a process of coming out of their shell and they want to, they're not quite ready to to maybe um, espouse their true opinions or that kind of thing. Yes. Um, in the same way, just these, you know, publishing pseudonymously. Sorry, I was about to lose my connection there. If, related to that is fear, fear of criticism. So it's hard as a writer, and I've also written about this, people are going to hate stuff that you write that's part of the deal of being a writer the only way that's not going to be the case is if your writing doesn't get read very widely so if you want to be successful writer slash journalist and this is really worth thinking about if you want to be successful and you want your stuff to reach people it's just mathematics that you're going to annoy people churchill said uh, something like you know congratulations you have enemies you've stood up for something in your life and it's a brilliant brilliant quote because that's what's going to happen as a writer if you're going to put something out there but that doesn't mean it's easy so pseudonyms are nice because you can write something and pad you can just kind of watch from a little bit of a distance as your pseudonym uh, gets the hostile reviews and the good reviews and so far I've got mostly good reviews for this book but that was another reason for me. So two, um, there are a couple more, but I wouldn't really be able to s- explain them without sort of um, giving away the book. But, you know, w- one of those that's sort of in, in the gray area is, you know, you might not want, <laughs> your family might be offended by something you write or you might not want them knowing it was you. Or that's another reason. Friends, family, employers. Uh, definitely for the erotica people, that's, I presume, the main reason. Uh, also for me it, it kind of had a, a bit to do with it as well so that's why people publish under pen names uh, there's really interesting stuff online about the pros and cons of publishing uh, pseudonymously as I said I'm a ve- right now as I'm recording this I'm a huge advocate for 
white hat anonymous activity and pen name publishing i think it fulfills a really really important uh, function in our society you know i'm not just talking about books i'm talking even about reddit where you can have anonymous people whistleblowing and talking openly and mental health forums all this stuff uh i think it has really really positive uses uh bad ones yes for sure but um so so ah so does publishing under byline i i'm recording this so late that the roadworks are beginning on our street and the the, the backup beeper is is i can hear it which is which is has been driving me crazy so maybe that's my my cue to wrap up this particular episode um publishing so let let, 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 let me wrap up with this thought here's here's something interesting that i learned that just to tie this all together publishing when you publish under a pen name i was under the illusion that you had to create a whole kind of complementary um you know things like facebook twitter to back up the person because i was kind of thinking otherwise wouldn't it be weird that like someone would google the person and only find the book and apparently that's not the case um a pen name just means a pen name it just means putting a different name on the cover and this is genuinely something admittedly i came at this from the background of having experimented a bit with fake online accounts so i was kind of maybe biased thought this was normal (laughs) more normal behavior than perhaps it is but i genuinely thought that like that was protocol and just for anybody thinking about that uh it's apparently not and that also means that if you just want to do a pen name um what i have learned and i'm just going to pass this on is that pseudonyms are like very very accepted in the publishing industry it's like a normal thing you don't need to overthink this and set up websites and facebook and twitter and linkedin just to like support and back your pen name you don't need to do any of that it's normal um clearly from amazon's perspective it's normal because they make it so easy but that's just a reflection of how it's normal in general in the industry so uh don't don't sweat it and you know i've i i kind of presented the problem to other writers on a forum like what happens if your pen name becomes famous if they're invited to radio and interviews like what 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 do you do when you've written under a different name and you know your voice is your voice so apparently people do podcasts they do interviews they do they speak at conferences it's crazy but you know there's just kind of these trust networks and i think it happened to jk rowling that she was outed um as jk rowling uh so it there's risks and it does happen but it's less um it's more normal than it thinks and and definitely these these writing if you are thinking of publishing pseudonymously under a pen name um reach out to writers whether you find them on reddit or facebook or real life or it doesn't matter where um this kind of thing these 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 kind of protocols are discussed and you can find people that have done it and will be able to advise you uh upon what's normal and you know i i, I reg- regret not doing this um before i actually published uh the book and they could have firstly set my doubts and my worries about publicity to bed and secondly told me that explained the difference between a pen name and a uh you know fake on fake identity because there is actually quite a difference there 
I think that's enough for this episode of the podcast. Hope it's been interesting. Um, and anyone, check, do check out my medium, danielrosal.medium.com. Do check out my fake online identities poster if you're interested in this whole shady business of how people can set it up. And it's not just that, but how easy it's becoming and deep fakes. And the much bigger question that I think is really important is where is this going like what's the world what are the implications of an internet in which it's increasingly hard to distinguish between real and fake people and real news and fake news like where what are what are what are the outcomes of that going to be i think that's a really open question right now that's being discussed out there so that's uh, enough uh my that's my medium and you can also find a contact button there i'm sure through the internet they will reach me thanks for listening Until next time, it's been Daniel Rosal with the Daniel Rosal podcast.